Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All season. Let's go. Oh, top five breakout wide receiver of 2023. Elijah Moore. Cleveland Browns. I bet Deshaun Watson and Elijah Moore can really create some um, chemistry. Buzz. He's a heck of a football player. That is for sure, man. Jets did nothing with him, so here we go. He's now with the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland has talent. It's just they're, they're in a stacked division, and... The AFC is stacked, so we'll see what happens with uh, Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss and Deshaun Watson. And what about Dawson Knox, Jason, and Evan Ingram? Two tight ends. What are they going to do this year? You know, Evan couldn't get it going with the Giants, but who could during that time? And now was able to come back last year with the Jacksonville Jaguars and Trevor Lawrence. Have a good year. And then Dawson's with the Bills. And, you know, they've been rolling lately. That's that's some skill players right there. Um, Elijah Moore now with the Cleveland Browns. Then you got Evan Ingram and, and Dawson Knox. So we'll see what, what happens there. We are the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Want to say good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for making us your sports and entertainment show of choice in the wonderful state of Mississippi. I did steal one of Jason's onion rings on Monday. I didn't even tell him about it till today. I went and picked up some burgers, blues, and barbecue. Uh, Jason got the Sonic Boom burger, and uh, I got the Dirty Bird wrap, but I went fried chicken. You can go grilled. And I substituted uh, for comeback sauce. I got a broccoli side. He got onion rings. So on the way back when I was driving back, I grabbed an onion ring. Do y'all think that that was inappropriate? You know, foul? I don't know. Um, I had to. I knew I didn't have onion rings as a side, so I had to have one. Right then and there. And it was delicious. Um, and then I went to, I was proud of myself. I went to Kroger on Monday morning. We had talked about Hardy, the country music singer. Some of you would say, you know, kind of his own genre. But uh, Hardy, who's from Philadelphia, Mississippi. And he is partnered with Bush Light. So on the way back from B3 Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue, I picked up a 12-pack a of, of Bush Light just because I'd been talking about it all morning. I had no idea that many people go to the grocery store on Monday morning. It was about 11 a.m. It was a total Lululemon party throughout the store. Um, crazy. But uh, came back, took some pictures, 
And then we, uh, did we tweet it, Hardy? No, we tweeted it Bush Light, and they actually commented back to us. So that's going to be one of our football beers for sure. And that is uh, Bush Light. We're, we're efforting Tom Lugan, Bill. We got a new phone system put in yesterday, and it is not working for us. And uh, so we'll see how that looks. The Out of Bounds Show, 105.9 The Zone ESPN, is brought to you by the Armory. Central Mississippi's number one source for top of the line, best in class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors, all at the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, in front of Kroger. And they make the suppressor buying process simple at the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, the Armory, Lake Harbor in Ridgeland, in front of Kroger, across from Gateway Tire. And it's right down from Bulldog Burger. The Armory, Central Mississippi's number one source for top-of-the-line, best-in-class, premium firearms, optics, and suppressors. All right, best college football game to start off the year. You know it. I know it's LSU, Florida State. Um, ooh, I'm, I'm, I want a good game. LSU's better on paper. Florida State's better than they've been in a long time. Jimbo Fisher ruined that program. Um, he burnt it to the ground. Um, and then he left. And so now he's at A&M and trying to burn that to the ground. But Mike Norvell's built the, the Florida State program back. Now, Florida State can't afford to lose that game and then lose three weeks later to Clemson. So we'll see how that shakes out. I, I think it could be a great game. Two really good quarterbacks, two good coaches. Uh, Brian Kelly and, and Mike Norvell can flat out coach. They can. That's the big one. Now, Thursday night going into Labor Day weekend, what do we have? Florida at Utah. Billy Napier's second year Florida at Utah. And I don't know why you scheduled that game. I know they played last year. Boy, Florida needs to start winning some games. Napier's a good coach. That's for sure. He can... He can that's the other one that's good. So we'll see how, how that looks. I know you're excited about Ole Miss and Mercer. And Mississippi State and Southeast Louisiana. Um, that's that's what you got in Starkville and Oxford. Those games will be over probably first quarter, but let's go second quarter, worst, worst case scenario. Jason, you think Ole Miss wins by 40? I'm hoping so. I hope it's one of those uh, kind of scrimmage-looking games where, you know, they're just blowing them out. But... I am. I know you're not worried about the Ole Miss Tulane game. I'm. I think that that's going to be a game. Oh, that's nonsense. That's people trying to get. If that's a game, then uh, people should storm the stadium the next week. I know it's at New Orleans, so it won't be involved. Hemingway. Yeah. If that's a game, then the staff has done an an incredibly poor job. Well, they already sold out of all of the Ole Miss tickets. Well, yeah, it's in the, New Orleans, man. It's a great place. To, well, now they have... Okay. Ha, 
Have you ever been on the Tulane campus? I have not. Okay, well, it's it's very cool. My aunt lived, um, oh gosh, a half a mile from there, Jason. And so when we would stay with her, we would go over to the Tulane campus. Plus, I met, uh, is it Rick Dixon? We looked that up for me, Jason. He was uh, he was the Tulane AD right around 2006, somewhere in there. And but anyway, for is that right? Yeah, 2000 through 2015. Okay, at Tulane. Yeah, Rick's a great guy. I got to uh, meet with him in his office on the Tulane campus uh, several years ago. But first of all, it's very pretty uptown. And the next time you go to New Orleans, can I can I give you a hint for the rest of your life? Okay, yeah, I'll take get it. out of the quarter. Yeah, yeah. See, people think that's where you need to be. You don't. You want to be. You want to be in the warehouse district. You want to be midtown, and you want to be uptown. Um, and and so uptown is is by the river. It's great. It's it's where Carrollton and St. Charles collide, and that's where the juice is. Right. So my aunt lived on a on a street called Lower Line, which is right by Tulane, and great great restaurants all over. I mean, there's 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 dives and wonderful places to eat and celebrate life um, all around there. And, of course, St. Charles is what? At the right time of year, one of the prettiest streets in the world. Especially if you go, oh, gosh, Jason, after about December. You, sometimes you got to give them a few days. Sometimes it's not all up December 1. Yeah. But if, if you'll go, you and Miranda go after December 5th, it is you know, jump in a, a in an Uber, and and go all the way up and back, and you can have a beverage in the back, yeah, and see all the lights on St. Charles. But Tulane now has an on-campus stadium. Is my point. And Ole Miss and Mississippi State fans went down to Tulane. I've said this for years. I do not understand why the athletic directors at Mississippi State and Ole Miss don't all. If you're going to have to play an away game, why you don't always play. Tulane and never play Memphis. Okay? Yeah, yeah, Memphis. But this is a great road game for Ole Miss fans. Obviously, the city gives you what? Amazing culture, culinary, you know, museums, um, the World War II museum. I mean, just the list goes on and on. Right. And um, the uh, there are some good restaurants in the quarter, but, but the culinary boom within the city, the buzz... It will be uh, Saints football time, too. So I highly recommend taking that road trip. Go down. Have a good time. Um, all this nonsense about, you know, this should be a good game. Uh, not if your programs run well. If your programs not run well, then, you know, then maybe it should be a good game. But, it, but if your program is run well, and you have good players, this should not be a good game. But it should be a fun weekend. I mean, go down on Friday, hit it mid-afternoon, bounce around Midtown and Uptown, and find some great places to eat, and then go to the game on Saturday, win by 30, and enjoy. I don't even know what, have they named a time for the Ole Miss two-lane game? Not, it is at two thirty, so at least we catch, you know, the the Cajuns at in the afternoon. What time is? I mean, uh, what's the name of the stadium? I, I wonder if they found. I can't remember. I did 
when I met with Rick Dixon, the athletic director from 2000 to 2015, he did give me a tour of the their brand new baseball stadium at that time. It was nice. Yeah, I never knew then that, um, you know, because they were only, at that time, we were only six years removed from Andy Canazero and Jake Gotro playing on that College World Series um, in that two-lane program under Rick Jones and Gotro being a first-round New York Yankees pick. Yeah, it's the Yeoman, Yeoman Stadium. Okay. Right. Yeoman or however, yeah. There's great bars and restaurants around there that you will thoroughly enjoy. You can explore for two days around the the Tulane campus. Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone is brought to you by I Care Professionals. I Care Professionals. And Dr. Kirk Jeffries, I Care Professionals. If you need cataract surgery, you want to go to Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries, Lakeland Drive, Jackson, Lakeland Drive, Flowood, Bell Mead. If you need cataract surgery, you want to go to Eye Care Professionals and Dr. Kirk Jeffries. Um, let's drop, this is pretty good. Um, Zach Arnett was remembering Coach Mike Leach, who passed away last December. And we've got some some good audio from the head football coach for Mississippi State. Man, he's got Southeast Louisiana and Arizona to get over the learning curve of a first-year head coach. And then he's got LSU, top five recruiter at home. At South Carolina, number 20 recruiter on the road. And Alabama, number tied for number one with Georgia, recruiter at home. Hello and welcome to the SEC. This is Zach Arnett remembering Coach Leach. You know, you work year-round for only 12 guaranteed opportunities and and there's Coach Leach across sitting in his locker and he's got a set of headphones in. He's, he's doing Spanish lessons on his phone. Uh, and so that, is, that, is, that had a good effect at kind of calming the nerves on everyone everyone in the, in the locker room. I bet it did. Spanish lessons. Yeah, so we've heard that story before, <laughs> right, about Leach. And the fact that he was always trying to... This goes back to Washington State, by the way. So it gives us hope. Because Leach was on the spectrum. And I'm talking all out high IQ and brilliant. Um, and again, all you had to do is spend a few minutes with him one-on-one. And you understood kind of where he was operating. Um, but nothing like uh, a little Rosetta Stone before getting ready for a big <laughs> SEC matchup. Right? Right? That's got to clear your mind. Little reset button. I agree. Right before you play <laughs> Auburn or A and M or Ole Miss or Arkansas or any of the teams, you know, I hope that uh, I hope Mississippi State fans really understand what an anomaly last year was. And and by the way, you had a any time you win nine games in Starkville and Oxford. It's a massive, massive year. Yeah. It's a huge year. Do you realize that you want... This is how good Mike Leach is. This is kind of how you can't really put a finger on it. You can't really describe it. Last year, Mike Leach's offense finished 71st in offensive scoring efficiency. Zach Arnett's defense finished 72nd. 
and they beat Arizona, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, Ole Miss, and Illinois. It's a lot of Power 5 Ws. Jeez. Is that a lot of Power 5 Ws for Starkville, Oxford, Fayetteville, or Columbia-type programs? It is. Go back and look the last 30 years. How many times those teams have won six Power 5 games, or however many I just ripped off? You can't explain it. I was I was demanding and pushing Dave Bartu to be able to explain to me how that team went eight and four in the regular season and won a bowl game without their head coach and going nine and four, and they couldn't explain it. He he couldn't explain it. You finished seventy first in offensive scoring efficiency and seventy second in defensive scoring efficiency. In other words, you weren't awful. But you weren't good. You had no special player that tilted the field, which I actually believe that you do this year. I actually believe that you have a couple of guys that could be tilt-the-field type players, which is what you want when you're playing high school football, college football, NFL. I don't think you had one. You had some good players. Was Emmanuel Forbes good? Absolutely. Will Rogers? Yes. Bookie, yes. But like tilt the field, impose their will, win you a game, Willie Gay, Nick Fitzgerald type players, Jason for Ole Miss, uh, Matt Corral, Sam Williams type. No. You finished 71st and 72nd in offensive and defensive scoring efficiency. And, and in the toughest division, by the way, by miles and miles that State and Ole Miss play in, it's the toughest division in college football by a thousand miles. It's not close. The East, the East is not close, and the Big Ten East is not close. Not close. So you weren't you weren't bad. You were just like pretty good. Is that fair? Yeah. Pretty good on offense, pretty good on defense. Right? And you won so you can't explain Mike Leach. My, that's my point. It's his True. it's his genius. But it's also the fact that you were committed to throwing the football. I hate to tell everybody. I mean, the running the football thing is fine. You're going to get stopped on three and outs either way at State and Ole Miss and Arkansas and South Carolina type programs. However it looks, whether it's throwing the football or running the football. But over time, you know what you have to do? You have to stretch the field of the football because you're not as talented as a lot of the other. You're talented. Mississippi State and Ole Miss, I think some people take this the wrong way. MSU and Ole Miss have some serious athletes. Dart and Will can play, among many others. Jordan Watkins can play. Tulu can play. Quinshawn's one of the top four running backs in the country. I think Xavion Thomas and Tulu, that combo could be filthy. Filthy. And they're actually going to play them. You know, Steve Spurrier Jr. did not believe in playing the best players at wide receiver and slot. And Mike was at a point in his life, and I love Mike Leach, but Mike was at a point in his life where he just wasn't going to take that much of a stand and make it happen. It's just the way, you know, Mike was a a little aloof and, and so on. But his genius, I just told you, you were like solid plus to pretty good on offense and defense. 
and you beat Arizona, Texas A&M, Auburn, Arkansas, and Ole Miss, and Illinois. That's, I, I can't explain it. Like, I understand a couple of years ago why Ole Miss won. Matt Corral was a top, some people would argue with me, so I'll, I won't say top five, but top ten quarterback in the country. Super playmaker. Had Elijah Moore, who's an NFL dude, and had a bunch of other skilled people, and Sam Williams, who is on the Dallas Cowboys. Mississippi State, although some good players. Now, this year, I think for the first time since 2019, you have some guys who could tilt the field. Xavion, the buzz out of out of camp on Xavion Thomas is pretty pretty strong. Um, Mississippi State hasn't had this kind of group of talented wide receivers. It was Xavion Thomas and Tulu Griffin and um, Justin Robinson, maybe one or two more in either forever or ever. Right? It's usually the other teams that we talk about. They'll. Marks and the others at running back will be fine. You got Will Rogers, who's played over 30 games as a starter. That's incredible. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Of, that's a, he's been on the road at Ole Miss and won. On the road at A&M and won. On the road at Auburn and won. On the road at Arizona when his team, and I don't think the staff, was focused and won. I mean, that was a sloppy-doppy game last year, right? I mean, that was not buttoned-up football. Now, maybe it was they weren't interested. They're in Tucson, Arizona. The game didn't start till blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, are we going to make excuses or play ball? So, now, they, they, they were opportunistic on special teams. And then you felt like Forbes scored, like, every third game at corner. Maybe that's it. Bartu says tr- turnovers don't transfer year to year. You know, every now and then, Satan Ole Miss will have this team that creates a bunch of turnovers. Yeah, that doesn't that doesn't transfer year to year. That just kind of happens every now and then in the world of this weird shaped football. But you can't rely on that. It, it's like Cowboys fans talking about Trayvon Diggs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he's gonna. He's going to have seven interceptions in the first six games. He's not. Not. The defense is incredible. The Cowboys have a great defense. I don't know if they have a great defense. The Seahawks, Ravens, some of the other teams, but I think that they have a good defense. I think it's a difference. Yeah. Um, Yes, I love Micah. Yes, they have cool uniforms. Yes, they play in all the big-time slots. And yes, everybody wants to give... Anybody credit within the world of the Dallas Cowboys other than Dak. So we say that this defense is great. Um, I think it's good. I still think you could have. I know they did add a piece on the D-line. But um, we'll see. Boy, I just did a hard pivot from Mike Leach winning eight or nine games, however you want to run the numbers, to Jason throwing out that uh, the Cowboys are stacked on on the defensive side of the football. And they did make a, uh, you know, a nice addition in free agency. Big name, right? Gilmore? Yeah. I mean, that's good. He's a veteran. Yeah, good veteran. But 11th season. A lot of wear and tear on those ankles, knees, and hips. But he may have a little more, he may have a little more fuel in the tank. Good morning. Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Hey, don't forget about Drago's. 
and those charbroiled oysters. Oh, man. Little seafood gumbo, charbroiled oysters, Drago's Seafood Restaurant and Oyster Bar on County Line Road on the property of the full-service Hilton Jackson. Good morning. Welcome into the Out of Bounds Show.